Hey everyone, welcome to the Real Talk with Ben podcast, and I'm so happy you decided to join me today. Uh, if you are new, uh, my name's Ben, as the title of the podcast says, but uh, I'm super excited you j- decided to join us. Um, and if you're new, this is a podcast that just talks about um, different things from uh, my ministry uh, here in Hungary as a missionary, then to things back home, to uh, personal thoughts on, on different things. And uh, yeah, uh, I have it's it's one of those things where I just love doing it, and uh, I hope you enjoy it as well. So uh, with all those pleasantries aside, uh, I'm going to get into today's topic. Uh, I It was kind of weird because I actually... I'm recording this on Thursday, so as you're listening to this, if you're listening on Thursday, this is when I recorded it, because I, I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about. Um, to be honest, I was kind of just trying to figure out, you know, wh- what could I talk about, you know, what what what's on my heart, and kind of two things. And so this is kind of been, this is kind of going to be a, an interesting episode um, because um, it kind of plays into two two factors because of where I'm at, I think kind of in ministry. Um, the, the first thing I want to talk about was, uh, yesterday, uh, on, on Wednesday, uh, I was able to watch, uh, Cedarville's chapel. Um, you know, I graduated from Cedarville as I'm wearing the jacket today, but as many of you know, I, I, I love Cedarville. And if you ever talk to me, you know, I'm always going to, uh, praise Cedarville for what they did in my life and how they've affected my life. Uh, but I also really encourage people looking in colleges, you know, I'll, I'll never force you to go anywhere or try to like convince you to go anywhere. But I always try to encourage Cedarville because Cedarville took a, a very broken, uh, young man, individual, um, and helped mold me into, uh, a very godly or at least hopefully a godly man that is, that is trying to go out and, and do, uh, things for the Lord. And so, I think that's, uh, you know, and, and I say that because yesterday I was able to watch uh, the last chapel of the year for Cedarville students um, for, and I know I mentioned this uh, two episodes ago, three episodes, I don't really remember. They all get kind of stuck together, but um, I talked about seniors and the difference of, of what students are going through. Um, but I specifically... Um, I'm very close with a lot of these seniors at Cedarville. Uh, obviously, being a year apart, uh, I've spent most of the time uh, getting to know them, uh, working alongside them, um, living alongside them. And so a lot of these seniors have a very uh, near and dear place to my heart. Um, and, you know, yesterday, Dr. White, who you also know I, I admire greatly, um, I you know hope to have a, a bit of what he brings to the table in, in his life you know, one day, but they did normally do an SGA chapel for the last SGA chapel. And, and Dr. White usually speaks at some point, but because of social distancing and just being away, you know, uh, Sarah, the president was able to be there, but you know, Zach couldn't be there. So Dr. White filled in and it was a very powerful, um, uh, chapel. I I think it might've been one of the most powerful chapels that I've seen. Um, and not necessarily in the sense of, a great uh, spiritual message because there wasn't really a sermon, but it was the idea of community and what Cedarville stands for. You know, Cedarville stands for, you know, you know, sharing the gospel, living by the gospel, and you know, having community in the gospel. And that's something that, like, I was really just um, 
enamored by yesterday was just watching it and and seeing just the memories that you know I was watching some of those videos and there was videos from you know when I was even in school you know they were showing different scenes from uh and this was during the week as well they were showing different videos of like you know getting started for these students and I was like I was a sophomore then you know and and I was helping out during that time and you know uh one of my one of my former roommates is gra- graduating this year and uh, a couple of my really close friends are, are graduating this year and it, it's hard to see it's hard to to put into words what what you're experiencing um because I know for me um you know, I graduated last year and I remember what those last like a hundred days were, um, those last, I guess, moments you have on that campus, the last few moments that you have to, um, spend time with those, those friends that you don't know when you're going to see. And, and, um, that's something that I really, I don't, I don't think understood until after I graduated because, you know, some of my best friends I have not seen since graduation, um, and and it's and it's been hard sometimes because you you know you you've put four years worth of of building relationships and friendships and and just to kind of see those kind of um, come to the end of, of at least when you're in the same area I know it's tough and and I can't imagine what seniors are right now going through of just you know having to look at their year a little different you know looking their year looking at their year and going you know we spent almost a thousand days on campus. You know, we talk about Cedarville spending a thousand days from the time you enter to the time you leave. And for some of them, they only got to spend, you know, 855 or whatever. But I, I think there's more than that. And I think to see the message yesterday and to see all these students, you know, sending videos in and encouraging and seeing the memories. And I was even brought to tears and, you know, I, I'm not even in the graduating class. But to see what Cedarville has done and the way they have helped their students and and the way they've still found ways to get students involved by do different things, you see these goofy challenges and, and you see these things that just it's community, you know. Um, and you hear stories of sharing the gospel with students coming back home, and I, I just think it's it's. I guess I wanted to talk about it because I I just know, like I'm freshly off of graduating a year ago and having that graduation ceremony. And I remember, um, being able to walk across the stage and, and you know, that your, your family's watching, you know, the four years of, of hard work, the four years of grinding, uh, per se, the four years of even tough times and good times. Um, I can think of that all the time of like the four years of so many ups and downs I had personally. Um, it, it, it was surreal when you walk across there. You shake Dr. White's hand and you're like, I've done it. You know, I've I've graduated. I, I've done something that, you know, I always dreamed of. And to know that these students, these seniors won't have that normal sense of graduation. Um, I mean, they'll have like a, you know, a special time, you know, an alumni weekend, but it's not the same. A lot of these students, they're going to go out and get jobs or or trying to get jobs. And I think Dr. White brought up a good point is some of these students were looking at a very fresh market of, of new jobs. And now they're looking at an economy that, you know, someplace they're struggling to get jobs and my heart goes out for them. You know, my heart really, um, 
it's 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 just really touching you know it, it's it's hard to put into words you know I w- I've been talking occasionally with some of my friends that I that I know that are seniors and um, just hearing like what they're going through and and the emotions and and everything like that it's it's kind of surreal and I think many times I always wonder um, at the end of the day you know you know what does that mean for us you know how do we look at this? And how do we look at it as not a a disappointment, even though it is, but to look at it as a blessing or or looking at it a different way that maybe God wants to see it. And one of my friends had a very, very interesting point, and he said this. He said, you know, I might have, you know, because he was, you know, he's graduating and he his job, um, he might not have that job now just with everything going on. He said something very interesting to me. He said, Ben, I didn't lose my job or I didn't, I'm not, we're not having, it's not that we're not having graduation. It's that God wanted to put us in a different direction. Um, that phrase right there, that hit me in the, that hit me in the core. Um, I can't, I don't know if I was in that situation, if I'd still feel the same thing. I mean, part of me would think that maybe I would. But part of me also thinks that maybe I'd be frustrated because I don't get to walk across stage and, and have my accomplishments, you know, stated or, or awarded. Um, but I loved what he said is that, you know, God has changed our paths. God has opened up new doors. And he's right. I think so many times we were looking at this coronavirus, and I've said it a few times, but to hear it from a senior that is freshly going into this work world and is freshly graduating and has put all these years into hard work and to then feel like it's just empty to have that mindset to have that idea of like it's not about it's not about me you know and that's something that I'll, I'll get into here later um that I wanted to, the second part of this episode I want to talk about but yeah and so I I just I wanted to be encouragement to the seniors. Um, I mean, to all college students, but especially the seniors. Um, if you're listening and, you, and we went to school together, especially at Cedarville, like, no, I love you. No, I care for you. Um, you know, I've been praying for you guys. Um, I know this is tough for you. Um, I know this is a different time. This is a this is a um, unprecedented time of of it's just different. Um, but I know that God's going to do some amazing things with you. I, I've, some of you I've worked with for two plus years. Some of you I've lived with for two plus years. Um, some of you I've goofed around with for multiple years. Um, and others, I, I barely know you, but like know that I, I, I think you guys are the right class to go through this. You know, a lot of you that I've met have a great heart and a great mindset of, of glorifying God and of, you know, sharing the gospel um, with those around you. And, uh, I'm, I can't wait to see what God does with you. Um, uh, and I, and I hope to catch up when I get back to the States, you know, in the next year, year plus that, uh, when I get back, I love to catch up with you. And, you know, you guys, you guys are this generation that can use this as a platform to share the gospel. Um, you could talk about, Hey, my senior year didn't happen because, or my senior year didn't finish the way I wanted it, but God's used this or God's done this. Um, and I think that's really, really incredible. So, uh, just know that, uh, know that you are loved. Uh, I know Dr. White said it yesterday that you always have a home at Cedarville. Um, know that if you ever need anything too, you know, I'm here, 
uh, I'm always just a, a call away, a, a, a message away, even when I'm 6,000 miles away. So um, I love most, I love all of you. Uh, and the ones that I know, I love you so much and, and I care about you guys. So I just want to take this time during the episode because watching it yesterday got me really um, emotional, but also just my heart went out. So I wanted to share that with, with all you all. And I hope you didn't mind me sharing a little bit of my heart, but that kind of leads in, I, it sort of leads in, not really, but leads into kind of what I want to talk about. So I, I, I decided to do this and this was off of me waking up this morning and just deciding this. Uh, but uh, I decided to do kind of like a 50 day recap. What I mean by that is like every 50 days while I'm here, um, um, I, I want to do a little recap of what's going on and what, what God's been teaching me every 50 days and whether that's on a podcast or, um, just a separate video. I'll try to do it on a podcast, but it could end up being a video. Um, but, um, I, I, it's, it's interesting because I've been here, I have my journal here, so I've, I'm kind of looking through as I'm, as I'm reading this. But yeah, so I've been here about 50 days. This is, I think this is 50 or 51, uh, day 51. Um, and so I really have enjoyed, um, my time here. Uh, it's crazy. That sounds, uh, I've really enjoyed, uh, spending my time here in a country that I love in a country that I, uh, consider second home, consider a place that, you know, I, I, um, my heart has always been and, and always will be. But anyways, I, you know, obviously I came back in the beginning of March and before all this hit, you know, about two weeks before this all started hitting at least Europe before it started hitting Europe. And, um, you know, I, I the reason why I want to do these 50, you know, every 50 days is because I want to talk about like things God has been teaching me, uh, and things that God has been, um, challenging me with. And I hope that, you know, that's an encouragement, uh, to you all, um, so yeah, uh, that's what I want to do. I want to just, you know, um, spend some time, you know, just sharing those things. So, uh, what has God been teaching me these last 50 days? Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, I feel like I could talk about the last six months, but yeah, we'll, we'll keep it to when I'm here, but no, God has really been teaching me two main things. Um, and they kind of, they kind of intertwine, but two main things, you know, when I got here, um, you know, before I even got here, when I was flying over and, you know, I was in airports and, and just, you know, waiting to get here, uh, there was many times where I was just thinking like, what's it going to be like, what am I going to be doing? Like I, I had an idea what I was gonna be doing, but like, you know, I had this other idea of like, man, I want to do this. I want to, you know, go to Budapest with my friends. I want to like hang out at their houses, you know, all these things. And like, I want to do ministry this way. I want to be able to help out with different things. And, um, you know, help with children's ministry, but also do some cool things. Um, and I had all this mindset. I had all these like things that I wanted to accomplish. Um, but I always, but some people might say, well, those are goals. I'm like, no, I don't think there were goals in my head. I think they were like, this is what's going to be done and I'm going to make it happen. Um, because that's comfortable for me and that's something that I enjoy. Um, but I soon realized within the first week, week and a half, um, that God was even shifting my plans then. Um, you know, I was doing, a, I ended up doing a little different than what I thought I was going to be doing with LCM. Uh, I didn't know I was going to be doing as much like doing lessons. I thought maybe I'd be more doing more hands-on ministry. Um, and so I ended up focusing, you know, obviously that switched. 
And then, you know, I, you know, always forget that, you know, we're all working. So friends are not as a, you know, we're not able to hang out as much. I mean, we still hung out, but, um, it's different. And so there was a lot of things that were different at the beginning. And then when this whole coronavirus thing hit and when things started changing here and we, you know, they shrunk to spring break and then eventually, you know, obviously made the transition to, to send students home. Um, my, my whole, um, mind and my whole, I think, the way I was living was just shattered. Um, I, I really truly feel like um, it was shattered because I'm sitting there going like, it was so nice to be able to know that I was at least able to do these things and to um, hang out with people and to like even do fun things in the office where like I could like talk about like, hey, let's do this idea or this or do some video editing and stuff um, and be able to hang out with friends, go to staff houses and, and all these different things. Um, go out to eat, you know, or whatever. Um, but when this all happened and we were kind of told, hey, uh, one, you're not going to be moving to an apartment anytime soon. That's another thing. You know, I was looking forward to moving to an apartment. You know, you're going to be you're going to be quarantined here in the castle. And I think we're on week five. I think I've been here without leaving four, five, something like that. So but anyways, at that time, I, I was really frustrated and I don't think I really shared it with many people. I think I kind of kept it to myself. I was really frustrated. I was kind of like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, I, I don't get why, you know, I'm feeling this way. Um, and then after I was reading that book that I shared with you guys, um, uh, Goliath must fall by Lily Giglio. I have it down here. Sorry. Um, so after, you know, I was reading that book and it talked about comfort and, and how comfort can become a giant in your own life. Um, I was realizing that comfort had become an idol. Um, I realized that comfort has has become, and I didn't realize it because when I was in the states, you know, I was just doing things I loved. I was raising support, and and I was doing things, and I thought I had the, still the same mindset. But I think over time, as the the more money came in, as I got more, you know, more support, and as I was getting closer, I think that kind of shifted to like, okay, this is I'm comfortable now. Like I like this. I like what's going on. And so, yeah, I think when all this hit, my comfort was was stripped. At least my my earthly comfort was stripped, and my you know my secular comfort was stripped. And I and I was angry, and I was frustrated, and I didn't understand why. But after thinking about it, and after praying about it, I realized that like my comfort re- resided outside of what God is, of who God is, um, instead of with God. And and that's something I've really learned is that our comfort should reside with God and not with something else. And uh, I think I've heard that multiple times over my life, but I never really applied it because I don't think I had the right context to apply it until I you know, became a missionary and I'm over here. It really hit home that um, my comfort was always in something else other than God. And, and that, that shouldn't be. And, and so that's something that God's really taught me and he's kind of broke me down. It's, it's, you know, at times he's, he's definitely challenged me. Um, and, and there's things I know I can be better at, you know, like, um, I think I was getting, even now, like I've talked with some of the people that I'm staying here with. And like, I realize that maybe I've been a little more distant than I normally am. And if anybody knows me, that sounds crazy, but I think I, I have been a little bit cause I've been just trying to figure out life and just think, figure out what's going on in my own, in my own life. Um, but you know, that's no excuse to not be able to do more with, 
the students and and with other staff that are here. Um, so learning how to do that and like becoming that is part of the idea of of kind of being comfortable in what God has given you and and part of that is is where I'm living and and being more involved in a sense. Um, not that I haven't tried. I think there's just times where I, I need to be on my own, but there's also times where I think I've avoided it. But um, that's like the main thing that God's taught me um, over these 50 days. Um, I think the other thing that God has kind of taught me, you know, in a sense, is that um, ministry is not, and that's why it's intertwined, ministry is not what we see. It's what God sees. Um you know, if, if you would have told me that when I started this and when I was getting ready to leave and, and hop on a plane that I would, within the first month, um, be not doing, working with LCM directly, that I would be help, that I'd be leading a maintenance team, um, which is not necessarily my forte, um, and that I wouldn't be allowed really to be in the office at all, um, to be not living in an apartment, um, to be not doing ministry the way, you know, I thought it was going to happen. If you had told me all that, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have been like, well, it's going to happen. They, they've told me this. And I think that's what God was trying to tell me is like, look, you know, people can tell you all they want and what you're going to do, but I know what you should be doing. Um, and it's been, it's been a really humbling experience and it's been a really cool experience of like, you know, I'm able to do, you know, lead a Bible study every Sunday and just, you know, we started on Philippians. We haven't really got advanced very far, but a lot of the time it's just been praying and, and encouraging one another. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what's going on. I think, um, you know, I think that has been something that I didn't realize I'd be doing and, and, and mentoring and trying to just be an encourager to, to, to the students here, especially the guy students and, and just trying to be that person you know, something I did, I, I knew I, there was a chance I'd be doing that, but I didn't know it was going to be this quick or, or this, this straightforward. Um, but then also, uh, you know, the maintenance team, I, I, I always joke about, I guess I'm glad I was able to work on the farm when I was younger and, and learn about those things because there's things we do that I, I'm glad I kind of get some ideas. And, um, you know, I even think of like Cedarville going back to Cedarville, like working last summer with Cedarville was a, um, an amazing, um, opportunity. It was an amazing opportunity because it taught me a lot about leadership and, and how to get the job done. And I've been able to apply a lot of those concepts to, uh, the maintenance team and, and, and trying since all the, all the maintenance guys aren't here and it's just the students, you know, I'm able to try to apply those things until they, you know, obviously get back and able to, you know, take over the reins. So, um, you know, just trying to do those things. And, and, um, I can say that the one thing that I know God is continually teaching me is that, um, Ministry will change, and but the same idea doesn't. You know, ministry might change, things might change, but the idea of sharing the gospel doesn't. And you now, right now, it's it's I have extra time to you know focus on trying to learn a little Hungarian, to uh, just talking with people, to even calling back home, and and having that extra time to continue to minister to people back home and, and encourage people back home. And um, but even here, having that extra time to you know, spend doing things that I normally don't get the chance to do, or, you know, I, you know, I walk quite a bit now, which is something I normally didn't really do at home, but just 
spending time at night walking a couple laps around the property and just thinking and processing and, and, and praying. And, and so, yeah. And, and I think, you know, those are the things that, you know, God has taught me in these last, these first 50 days. Um, and, and I still tell people it's kind of crazy. It's been 50 days. I was telling someone last night I was FaceTiming and it's crazy. Like the, the first 50 days have been kind of surreal. Um, I, I still pinch myself thinking that I'm doing this, you know, as a, as a ministry. And, and I, I, and I pray that I continue, can't, I can continue to do this. And, um, you know, even whatever God has a store after this year, you know, I've said that from the beginning and, and I'll always say that, you know, whether that's doing ministry in the future, whether that's, um, just teaching for a while or working at for a company for a while, you know, whatever, whatever happens, the ministry doesn't change. And I think that's what's, God's taught me is like, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you do. The ministry doesn't change. Um, just your circumstances do. Um, and I think I, ne- I never really put those two together. Uh, I probably have heard it millions of times, but I never put those two together until I've been here. And I basically have switched jobs left to right uh, multiple times. And, um, but it's, 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 it's really cool. It's really cool to see how God is already trying to kind of chipping away at the rough edges on Ben. Um, and I, and I hope he continues to, uh, do that. Um, you know, and I, and I do, and I do still have a hope that, you know, we'll have some summer camps or some sort of summer camps and that, um, we'll be able to have Bible school next year. And, and, you know, I, I said, it can either be the weirdest, uh, one year missionary, uh, term I think anybody's experienced, or it can be just the most unique, but either way, it's still going to be a God's way. And, um, I'm excited to be a part of it. So, um, Thanks for listening uh, today. Um, I really appreciate you know you tuning in every week, and for you loyals that have been here from the beginning, thank you. Uh, episode thirty, it's it's a lot of episodes to listen to Ben Bowden talk, but uh, yeah. So uh, thank you so much. Uh, I I'm really hoping uh, if you're listening to this, and I'm hoping on YouTube to release a couple more videos. I have a workday video that I've. We did like I I filmed it like two weeks ago, but I hadn't really had the chance to edit it completely. So that'll be coming out. Um, I think there's another fun video coming out here soon, um, and some stuff like that. So um, stay tuned on YouTube. Um, uh, if you want to stay tuned on there, go ahead and like and subscribe um, because that will um, you know show me you like this video, this podcast episode, but then also that you'll subscribe to. Um, the channel so that you can stay in tune with these fun videos that are coming through. I also have a couple other great video ideas that uh, I'm kind of working through right now. Um, so hopefully I'll be able to get to those done and, and, and in a very reasonable fashion. So once again, thank you so much. Uh, and I want to just remind you that um, God is always there. You know, God's always um, going to be there. Uh, he'll always help guide you through life. And for you seniors, know that you're loved. Know that God cares for you. Know that I care for you. Um, And for everyone else out there, same thing. Know that God cares for you and that God loves you uh, and that I care for you. So uh, just remember that God is faithful and you can trust him. And as always, we'll talk next time.